how are you as a flyer? I'm a pretty good flyer. And you're flying a I lot? I think so. Yeah, like almost every weekend. And what? Delta. Yep, same. Are you uh, first flight out the day? No, no, I don't like that. Uh, I would rather get there the night before and spend yeah, on the hotel. I, I feel that. I'm always first flight out the day, and I hate it every single time. Why do you continue to do it? It's like $60 cheaper. <laughs> I used to do that where I would like save, like I would literally like fly into the wrong airport to save $40. Yeah. And, and then, then you're I, on the Uber and you're, you know what I mean? Like you're- It's not you're worth it. So, well, I don't somewhere do, like, down the line, work. you're going to fuck yourself over. Like you're getting more coffee to keep yourself away. Like somewhere, somewhere it's going to get yeah. you. I love a, like a 2 p.m. westbound flight. Yeah. Like that's great. When you fly to LA and you just get there at 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's you know? wonderful. I always go, so I go first flight out the day. You arrive at like 10 a.m. if you're in, uh, going to the West Coast. And then uh, I just nap for the rest of the day. But no matter what, I have an awful set Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, that's a waste. I'm too tired. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I like, to, I like to get there the night before, make sure I'm like, especially if it's like a full weekend on the West Coast, get there the night before, I think. I'm debating right now. I have a flight to London in a couple weeks. And I always, always, when I fly to London, I fly red eye. But I was like, well, let me see like how I would feel if I f- there's an 8 a.m. flight that gets in at 8 p.m. And I'm wondering if it's worth it because I just never like missing a day. Yeah. But I kind of be like, I don't know if I want to feel like shit for a whole day. When I visited you that uh, I, I visited him when he was living in London and I did a red eye and then didn't have any sleep. We went out to go see a soccer game, came back, did something else. Yeah. Then I did a spot. Then, like, you really pushed it. I really pushed it, and I had a great time. I think you had a second coffee that day. It was insane. Yeah. <laughs> you were you were rolling. Do you guys always start this way? Uh, yeah. I great. don't know how we we don't. Great. Do you want us to start, start different? I think I think actually let's pick another form of transit. Okay. And talk about how we like to take it. Well, do you know about the topic today? I I actually don't. You know. don't know anything. No, I don't. Oh wow! Cool. Yeah, I didn't even flights. think. What? Is it flying? No. I mean, flying is a big theme of mine because I have to fly every week, twice a week, and yeah. I'm kind of a scared every flyer. Every week? Yeah. Why every week? Because I do the road. Just the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never take a week off? Uh, I have been re- recently because my I, wife is pregnant. But... Why did I Why did I think when he said that, I was like, that is so much flying, yeah, and that's that what is the you exact do. amount I was, of flying that I do. I was it like, is a lot of twice flying. Twice a week. We yeah. all do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the fuck I thought was happening. Yeah. Um, you were like, you're not doing that well. No, should... <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're not flying every week. No, Um, I did. So I had this like kind of corporate media job. And it ended in December, and I just was like, I have to make the same amount of money. So Yes, yes. And so I just Excellent. went on the road. I think correct decision. And um, it's horrible. I hate being dependent on my money for the road, but it's still fun. I mean, it's just horrible traveling that yeah. much. I wish I had uh, – you remember during the pandemic when people were doing Zoom shows, like Zoom corporates? Yeah. I wish I had gotten in on that. Man. Yeah, there's some people still making their bag. Off of Zooms? Yeah. Yeah, the corporations are still doing Zoom. I'm not doing doing it, but people are That's nuts. This is called The Known Zone. That's the name of this podcast. It's an educational podcast. Hi, I'm Andy Haynes, and I'm joined by uh, my consummate uh, little Lotus Blossom, Mm -hmm. the Pinoy boy himself, Pinoikio. (laughs) Pinoikio, wow. I came up with that last night. Wilfred Padua, hey, how are you? I'm all right. Uh, I like nicknames. 
Okay. That was fun. I'll think. Okay, we're gonna come up with. All one right, we'll for get you. one for in the next hour. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was just trying to think of a quick one. Didn't get there. Uh, you guys were joined by a very uh, special guest, a new friend. Yeah. Somebody who th- th- I think this is the first guest that I didn't know prior very well. So this uh, is gonna go really bad. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> so bad. It's okay. We're we're gonna get there. <laughs> I'm a, a people pleaser, and well, actually, uh, we had so we had his wife on, uh, and that was probably our worst episode, probably. Yeah, yeah, she sucked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can't do worse. Than so, um, this, she, with you being the one we know the least, it's, it's probably going to be the best, <laughs> right? Um, but she's also pregnant and mean. Um, <laughs> she was that way before. <laughs> her name is Ashley Gavin. Can we say? Yeah. Can we say our guest name? Ashley. Ashley. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. What's your nickname? Well, I, I I think the low hanging fruit is Ashley Gavin. Oh, uh, I couldn't even get to that's that. The that seems fruit. like a Lucas, like what Lucas would yes, come up with for yeah. a good joke. Yes, yeah, and and it would land, and everyone would laugh. I like it. Thank you. Yeah, um, I am. I that that because I'm gay. If that's not entirely clear, if you're uh-huh. if I think even if you're listening, you should know that. <laughs> I don't know. I think you you straddle. Really? I grew up with, surrounded by lesbians. <laughs> I'm serious. I grew raised up, by lesbians. I was raised in a world of lesbians. My where, sister. Where did you? Did you? Seattle. Oh, okay. There and, you go. Yeah. And my sister. Uh, that's, yeah. That's how you guys know each other. Yes. Great. And my sister's a lesbian, there and she did a lot of like, um, d- gay LGBT youth stuff when she was a youth too. Wait, when did she that's come? That's incredible. Out? She came out when she was twelve, maybe that's twelve or thirteen. What? That's but so my nuts. uncle's gay, so it was like already. Oh. Wow. Yeah. So oh was my he, god. That's was he out the whole time that you were a kid? My uncle is like a, he's like a caricature of an old gay like queen. <laughs> oh god. You know? He's like, you have to go. What was that you know, like yeah. what was that karaoke bar on Capitol Hill? Uh there's like a karaoke gay bar on Capitol Hill and they did open mics there, and all of these oh, old hamburger gays. Oh, I know what you're. I know what you're so talking about. So upset that we were it's, there. <laughs> it's down, every week you guys would come in, and every week oh, it's every Tuesday. Again. And they hated it, was, it. They were like sixty, and they would uh, the state the bar. Uh, you would be on the stage, and you're facing the bar, so people have their backs to you. Yeah, and the only. Way Emmett to f- ran it. Yeah, Emmett yeah. ran it. The only way to feel good was to see if they to get them to turn around, and they'd turn around with their arms crossed and just stare. <laughs> but, but you're like, hey, I won. I won. I got you here. I got you to pay attention to me. But they were like so nonplus because they'd been, you know, like a gay six year old's like a war veteran. You yes. Know? Like yes. They've gone through. It was a dive bar, pretty much for these seven gay dudes. <laughs> yeah. I feel. Uh, and this is like a little bit not the lesbian uh, uh, inverse, which is, or is it converse? I don't know what you say. But uh, like straight white women, straight women in general, take over gay bars. They can. N- not as much lesbian bars. They but there are also only like four lesbian yeah, bars. What's the lesbian, I think the it's, famous I think one in like, the West Village? Uh, Cubbyhole. Yeah. You Cubby don't see Hole. a lot of straight girls there. No, there's yeah. that one in uh, also on Capitol Hill, Wild Rose. I went there uh, a few times. Yeah. I haven't heard about that one. Seattle. There's only eleven like in the country. Really? They're, yeah, they're like an endangered. There's a nonprofit to preserve them, like the Red what? Panther or something. Yeah. yeah, they're like they're they're going extinct. Lesbian bars. Yeah. So what, was there like a lesbian bar boom and then there was no boom? That the issue is that we don't go out late at night 
Yeah, um, yeah. The whole there, you can't take male cult, like gay male culture, and just apply it to lesbians. It just doesn't. It, it does, does not, not work. But I think I've always thought this, which is that gay men absorb what, well, like this is very broad. So by the way, I'm not saying Go I'm ahead, right. Say it. Say I, it. I just want you to know. I think we've got a lot of ground covered between the two of us. So yeah. we can we can either get yes. you canceled or keep you. Uh-huh. I would love it. I would love to be canceled. Say the it's C word. Some <laughs> yeah, get some get some views. I'm Choose a C on... word between the two of us. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get on Rogan. Uh no, it uh so like I think that you know, like with a lot of lesbian culture, it adopts masculinity, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. And masculinity is inward and closed off yeah. and mm. stoic, right? Mm. Um, I don't think that's the case for lesbians per se, because there's also like, you know, like every lesbian I know is like nesting and gardening. You're so right. Like, why are we making fun of lesbians for being cottagecore when really we're like in a cabin in the woods, like Ron Swanson? Like, that's like what lesbian culture is, like making your own canoe. I'm starting to realize why I uh, connect with lesbians so much, because I'm also a human being trying to adopt masculinity. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think they actually are adopting it. I think you're trying. So you're kind of... Unsuccessfully, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, No, I think... (laughs) Have you seen these hips? Because lesbians are are having like a moment. Yeah. We have been since 20... I think like the past five years has been like a lesbian renaissance. It's been like Lena Waithe stepped on the stage and you guys were ready for prime time. (laughs) Not just Lena, but the World Cup. Yeah, the World Cup was oh, yeah, huge. Yeah. Megan Rapinoe was huge. Uh, yeah, so it's been great. For Every me. single show that I uh, I've been watching lately, like I started watching the morning show, mm-hmm. which I don't I don't great like. Show. I didn't. The first season's good. Second season, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, on yeah. Apple TV or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 And it's like every female character at some point kisses another woman. That's and it's just, just what like, the pandemic did 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 to society. Just yeah. women are. Are bisexual now. It's Every wa- woman's it's awesome bisexual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it must. That must be. That must rock. It um, does. Now, but here's the other thing I was going to say, and this probably doesn't happen to you now, but it probably did definitely happen to you a lot, which was that you would be friends with a guy, and they would be like, "You would have sex with me, right?" Oh no! Not even in your like no. teens, not in like you, high school. Are no. you gold star? I am gold star. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Good for you. Congrats. Um, she wasn't even born from a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I actually am the first ever baby to come out of my father's penis. That's great. Wow, yeah. you must have been so small. I was a, a little tiny little yeah. pea, and they nursed me in the lesbian unit um, where the other pee, pee babies come from. And they, <laughs> sorry, I'm taking going, this really far. Going. No, no, they put us in you know the incubator. Was a little Subaru grow. Outback. Yes, it's a tiny <laughs> Subaru Outback to yeah. scale, and it's they in keep the growing it. Um, <laughs> yeah. You guys have miniature rescue puppies with you too. That's so great. Running around the super. I mean, it's it's weird because I, you know, I lived in um, I lived in Seattle and I lived here and I lived in L.A. and I think Seattle and the Northwest have one specific brand of kind of what we assume is lesbian culture, and then you go to L.A. and it's a completely totally different, different thing. Yeah. It's like the L world, and mm-hmm. everybody's like wearing like Hot. What's Rick like Owens' recessed shirts. Oh. Like a big hat. Yeah. But I it's thought a, that was all women in L.A. 
It kind of is, it yeah. Kind but of it's is. I guess it's like slightly masculine of center. Mm, I'm not even of center, just like slightly. You more go to masculine. Eagle Rock and you'll see a lesbian couple, and it's just the really the only difference is one of them has a belt on. You know, <laughs> that, the mask is wearing a belt. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. The thing is, uh, in the Northwest, like the entire Northwest culture is lesbian culture. That's, the, that's a very confusing thing about going to Seattle. Yeah, I was I was just there. And where'd you play? Um, the Neptune. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was super cool. Um, you you get out and you're like, every single one of these women is is a lesbian, right? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. no, actually, they're not. The entire city doesn't dress well. The entire yeah. they are all they're all REI. Like it's all. I would actually say that there's probably one of the one of the downsides of it is that lesbian women are probably more put together. Than straight women in Seattle to some extent. I would say yes. Because straight women in Seattle can be pretty messy, you know, like yeah. the grandma kind of like I'm 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 looking like shit as a statement, and I'm not trying to put beauty standards on anybody, but you know what I'm saying, like no, I Capitol I Hill. I know? fucking hated. Uh, I personally didn't. It's just feel a different. Like, it's just like a totally different vibe. I also like being in Seattle. I like. Didn't feel like I could, I could dress as good as I wanted to dress, like because no one tries. <laughs> on yeah. your side, we're talking about like female beauty standards, but on your side, you're like, I'd like to, I'd actually like to be a little more femme. Yeah, He's, I would like to put vitamin C serum on. Yeah, my face. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because if you are in a place like New York, you can kind of embrace that, right? Yeah. Like I can kind of be like, I'm a little, I'm a little like delicate, and I want to treat myself today. But if you're in Seattle. You don't have like that safety net of that culture around you, yeah. so you're just all of a sudden like people are like, "Oh, you're gay," and you're yeah. like, "No, I just I like myself." And Even the like, gay guys are like, "All right, yeah. come on." <laughs> I will say I'm impressed by like, especially like a place like Seattle. There'd be like outlier cities like Anacortes, and Anacortes would have like a gay bar. They'd have like one gay bar, and it's like a town of ten thousand. And you were yeah. like, "Man, these guys have been out here." Being gay. Just being gay. Not it's not like being gay in Alabama, but it's pretty yeah. damn yeah. close. Yeah. You know? And sometimes the cities where you're like, holy shit, I didn't think I'd I was in Louisville and I, I couldn't believe how many people came out for the show. Yeah. I, oh, wow. I, because like a lot of times those people are the people who are like, please, something. Yeah. Some yeah. some sense of community somewhere. So they are actually like more hardcore than like the gay people in like more queer cities. You know my favorite gay city? Low-key gay city. Low-key gay city. You'll, you'll, you'll jump on this right away, I bet. Salt Lake. Oh, my God. So many gay people. I think someone told me highest gay per capita yeah. really? in the United States. Yeah, because all the ex-Mormons. Yeah. I really think the ex-Mormon community so Mormon-y, creates- Mor- Mormon-y makes you gay. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> through being so not gay, yeah. they've actually flipped the entire got city it, to being it. gay. Well, because they like- um. I just think the people who want to like sow their wild oats after years and years and years of like being all pent up, uh, there's just more acceptance around all the, the. And it's also that weird thing where, you know, like people in Seattle, they they're from like Spokane and Wenatchee and yeah. Yakima. I think that it's the same type of thing where you don't think like I'm going to move from Provo, Utah to San Francisco. You go like, oh, I'll go to Salt Lake. Yes, yes, yes. So it's the whole state. It's Southern Idaho. It's Montana, definitely Wyoming. And they're all just kind of going to the best city near them. Yeah. Wow. Salt Lake's super gay. They got a WNBA team? I don't think they do. That's fucked up. Seems like they should. That seems (laughs) like a perfect franchise. I'm going to get into it. I I have wanted, I'm not a big basketball person. This is the year, dude. 
the Liberty, the Liberty are like great. stacked this year. Yeah. So I'm having a daughter in October. Is that the New York team? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're from Seattle, so we've been the having storm. some all-star teams. Doesn't, oh, Connecticut has a team too, the Mystic, right? Yes, I think so. So I'm going to try to, I'm a big football soccer fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to get into the NWSL. Is the, it's the sun. They changed the Mystics to the sun. Washington Mystics. Washington Mystics. Uh, I knew that because uh, Jamel keeps on talking about how he- Jamel loves the Jamel WBA. loves the Washington Mystics. He's a big, he's a big supporter. Um, I'm having a daughter, and I want her to. Oh my god! There's like six teams. Be in the there's World Cup. Very few teams. I thought there was going to be way. It's more. a very affordable league to have season tickets. Wait, to. but uh, Las Vegas, Seattle, San Francisco. No, not there's twelve. I think Phoenix. There's actually twelve teams. I was okay. I was using hyperbole. Um, what? It's a it's a way of it's a he was fancy word for exaggeration. Mm, mm. Sorry, I, I got a mask. We're talking story. to somebody that went. To, <laughs> she. She's a coder. She went to yeah. You went to we, oh, you school, guys right? researched me a little. Your Wikipedia isn't that thorough, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't tell us any. The Wikipedia juicy is a little bit light. <laughs> Where are you from? I have one. Okay, I was, yeah, I know. It was I, hard to get. I was jealous. They are of that. hard to get. I'm from here. I'm born and raised in New York, Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And college? I went to Bryn Mawr. Yeah, I saw that actually on your. Yeah, it's a women's college. Oh, okay. So that's when it happened. <laughs> yeah, it was very easy there. It was nice, honestly. It was lovely. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna ruin the mode of this. No, I um, think we've done enough gay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, it's, sorry, I feel like you must get that every I time. I brought you go, it up. Okay, good. I did. It was me. I and I have to do it, or my family oh. will revolt. Oh, actually, you know what? I want to do one more gay thing. Yeah. And that is, what brand of lesbian are you? Oh, I would say. Oh man, this is hard. I would describe myself as like. Kind of. Oh my God! I can't believe I'm about to say this, but Please it's the only—it's the only thing that makes sense. You want us to believe it? I would it? say I'm slightly. Yeah, you might have to believe it. I'm slightly masculine of center. I think. Okay. Um, is and there I, is I there shorthand it, for that? Um, like my sister. Mask. My sister one time described herself as a nature dyke. Yeah, that makes sense, and I can picture exactly who she is. And unfortunately for me, the only way to picture exactly who I am is: Have you guys heard of what a hey mama's lesbian is? No, but okay. I like it. So this is like, and I'm not very Hey Mamas today because I didn't wear a chain, but. Oh, actually, I know what this is because when I saw you last time, you were wearing like yeah. kind of a linen Ame Leon, Leon Dior kind of outfit with New Balances matching. And I was like, this is like a vibe. Yeah. So, oh my God. So you're I like, can't you that. dress like us is pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly. I would love. I love your outfits. Thank you. Is that you look? You look great all the time. He always looks great. I'm trying to dress a little more. Like this is about. I'm about to say something crazy, but we've been talking about gay the whole time. So let's make it Asian. I would like to dress a little more like a stylish Asian guy. We should. Do you uh, know what I mean? Yeah, we should. That's sort of like on my Pinterest board. He's like a. He's a great. Yeah. Wait. Can we go shopping or something? Absolutely. I've been wanting to do. I've I've got this idea for like a makeover show. Not that you need to be made over, no, but, but, I need but to the idea is like, and I, I, I want to just like go shopping with comics because it's so much fun. Well, I'm a good challenge too because like, where do I fucking buy pants? Because like, you know, men's pants they don't always are. They're not you have, the most you, flattering you on have women. Hips? I, I, I don't know what your hip. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. We'll and, we'll figure that I, out. And so like, I don't want to wear men's pants because they then they like they look super I don't boxy like that. and weird. I hate that boxy loose look. Yeah. So I need something. I would either have to get it tailored, or I have to find women's clothes that like yeah. are, are a little more masculine, which is hard to do. Yeah, I want to. We can um, transition better than that. We'll edit it so that it sounds good. <laughs> Don't edit um, it. I think though. I think just tra- do it. Um, do the thing. So th- 
what we do it. What we do on this podcast, since you have no idea what, why you're here, is we we pick a topic. No, I'm aware. I'm and aware. we explore it. Oh, yeah. you know you are. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Uh, I, we, I at least read the email. Okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> um, and we picked uh, Amelia Earhart. Oh my god, great pick. We 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 saw that you had a science background. Wow, this is so thoughtful. And um, I know, had no idea that she also swung the lady way. Well, uh, how could she not? It's unconfirmed, but it's pretty confirmed. She's a prof- she was like the first female pilot, right? Yeah. She like was, you can't not. Well, she was the sixteenth woman in history to get a f- pilot's license. I heard... and all the fifteen before her were gay. Yeah, every single. Really? One. No, I don't know. I mean, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I, all, but it's the thing is, there's it's like, something the entire about being US a US woman team. in a male space that's gay. <laughs> yeah, because and, I think a lot of the women who do it, and same why lesbian. I mean, lesbian comedians are just probably per capita more successful than straight female comedians and I'm not trying to be like a dick in that way but I think we're we don't give a fuck about what men think of us yeah so we just mm-hmm. go head first into whatever sports a lot of lesbian chefs mm-hmm. so many lesbian oh, really? chefs yeah you know whatever it might be comedy engineering we just really and I'm no shade to the straight female listeners but sure. like we that's just like we don't care so we like, don't we probably don't have any and <laughs> less actors <laughs> I'd say yeah there's not a lot of actors. out lesbian actors and I think that's probably because Hollywood's so still based truly, on truly. women being fucked by men yeah yeah, yeah. and kept like um, when you come out it sucks like Kevin McHale from Glee he's done my pod a couple times and he was like, after I came out, the work just started to kind of like dry up. It's very difficult for queer, really? for queer actors. Because yeah. the world, they, the producer's just like, well, I don't see you as like a romantic object oh, yeah. anymore. So therefore. Kristen Stewart has to be the most successful One. besides Jodie Foster. But both out. of them super made it before they came that out. That actually, yeah. that's like, like a big, that's yeah. a, and for comedians too, that's a big part of it. When, uh, like Neil Patrick Harris, like after him coming out, I'm like, I think I saw some role where he kissed a girl. I was like, I don't believe that. Yeah. That is like absolutely. It's funny. I didn't believe it when he was doing it before. (laughs) (laughs) When he was a child. Yeah. Um, You're like, Doogie Howser's not kissing this girl. He's just pulling old ladies. No, but he was like the male slut slut of how I met your, he was like with every. uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's what it was. I was like, I watched it and I was like, "Ah, I don't believe this shit. Oh, okay. Now, speaking of Amelia, I'm going to be the cop on the show once in a while to pull it back. Um, She's. Uh, I just had a question that I, I was going to ask you. I don't know much about her, so this is Yeah, great. I was going to ask you what you knew about her. Really not much. I know she died mm-hmm. on her way to Lesbos. We don't know she died. <laughs> she could still be alive. She'd be 126. The, play, the some, plane is still in the at air. Some yeah. point, <laughs> at some point, yeah, the plane went down to get fuel, and at some point yeah. she did die. Um, sucks, sucks for female representation that she died. Wish she had made it. Uh, uh, I don't know. I feel like martyrdom. Yeah, know? martyrdom's cool. Yeah. Um, if she just makes us and like is successful, and then there's like somebody who kind of is the heir to her. Yes. Then that person, it's just a. Con- this was like this. She was basically one of the first like people marketed based on the. the, the she's like the, one of the first kind of like social media stars. Can in I a way. can I right. say something that I that might be true that what? I know. I heard that she wasn't actually the first uh, lady pilot to what? fly across the Atlantic. Was that oh. what she was? I thought she was flying around the world. 
uh well she she's the first lady pilot to fly across the atlantic so i heard that uh let's keep saying lady pilot yeah pilotess Um, pilotian yeah (laughs) uh pilotian (laughs) yeah pilotress but uh i heard that there was another woman who did it uh first i i've heard two things and i don't know if any of this is true this is just from kenny deforest telling me this um so He said that she was uh, actually a passenger. There was a guy that flew her. Well, that was another one. Um, And then the other thing that I heard was that there was a woman who did it, but she was ugly. So they that sounds right. So they were like, "Let's do. Let's just choose this one." Yeah, I mean, wait, a guy flew her. Okay, so her very uh, first, my bald friend told me this. Yeah, (laughs) so I I don't like. He's going through. He's going through a breakup. He might be, you know, anti woman for a little (laughs) while. Um, No, he's a good guy. His girlfriend was named Amelia. You know, (laughs) fucking bitch sat in the back of the plane. Oh, I did actually have a side note earlier. Have Have you ever encountered a lesbian stewardess? Yeah. Okay. You can tell. Well, they know who she is. Oh, so that because for me that's like they're so True. even the guy the gay men I'll I'll be on the plane he'll they'll be like do we she's like lesbian Mateo Lane oh yeah know, I know right? I know I know okay. oh thank <laughs> I didn't you even, so much <laughs> but I didn't put that together because my idea of like flight attendants is that they're so put together and so like uh like they don't really let out any personality no no to for them. sure for sure they are very professional. Yeah, but this gay guy on the on the plane, the the attendant on that plane was like, "Don't I know you from somewhere?" And I was like, "Yeah," and so like, yeah, they they do know, but also they slide into my DMs. The I've had a few flight attendants slide into. Oh, my Oh really? DMs. Yeah, like I they had... saw you on the plane, and then they're like, "No, just like just flight attendants." Oh, because I yeah. fly Delta, and this flight attendant that slid in was American, so we would never have met. Nice, got a brand loyalty. I follow a couple um, fun. Like dancey flight attendants. Dancey flight attendant is fun. Yeah, um, I, I hate those. So. Yeah, I mean, I hate all of those. Dancey flight attendant, dancey news anchor, dancey. No, this is like, just a I hot. Love a dancey I mean, news she's anchor. hot before Absolutely, she's dancey. Yeah, the hot part is why I fall. <laughs> they're all hot. I stayed for dancey. the dancing. Uh, but um, I've had one, one like almost flight attendant, and it was uh, on my way to Salt Lake. And as the DMs continued, uh, she she DM'd me after the flight. And uh, as the DMs continued, it turned out that she was like an Herbalife rep, and I, I bailed really quick. <laughs> yeah, she was a Nigerian prince. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, mm, I don't think I'm going to come to your shop in Orem to get a smoothie. <laughs> so <clears throat> Amelia is uh, she's born in Kansas. She uh, she died at 39. How old are you? I'm 35. Oh okay, my God, you it's got happening. Four years yeah, left to, cro- to go around the world. <laughs> you have four years left to circumnavigate the globe. Okay, okay. Um, I could probably do it. She was it's the easier f- now. first passenger, first female passenger to cross the Atlantic. Okay. Was so, she? Because she was like learning. Yeah, she okay. was learning. She's. Like and right then she was the, the <laughs> right next to the pilot, like a special I needs really kid. Like the idea of like, I like the idea of having a show that's like feminist, and we're talking about this great figure, and it's so and it gets reductive. It's yeah, happening. we just break like, her no, down. You're trying constantly. to do the service of like yeah. just any great female anything, and we do. Like, I mean, we've done a, a few <laughs> topics about women, and it's it's just always me making it stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we gotta. I I I think that there's something about like. 
the way that we make fun of women, even though we feel like in our minds we're making fun of them the same way. It's like guys are retards and then women <laughs> are bimbos, right? Sure, and I'm yeah, not yeah. saying that's the right word, but that's like how we, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Like we're like, oh, this guy's a fucking idiot. And then, but, but if it's a woman, we're like, she's never a fucking idiot. We're, we're like, oh, look at this stupid broad, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Uh, so anyways, um, this is not a stupid broad. No. Amelia Earhart is Whoa. a badass. You're going to have to prove that to Right, me. right, right. There <laughs> she, might be another badass who's not as good looking. She did die. <laughs> um, but um, raised in Kansas, uh, alcoholic father. Oh, wow. So she has drive. But had a badass mom, Amy Earhart, who was like, I'm not raising my girls to be sweet little girls. That's what she said. Oh. And uh, her and her daughter, or her and her sister, her nickname was Mealy. Love mm-hmm. it. Very queer. Yeah. If you met Amelie today, they have purple hair and they're serving you <laughs> like a coffee. I live in Bushwick, so get, I know. Yeah. Mealy. Get, get ready for her sister, Grace's nickname, which is like one of my favorite nicknames I've heard in a long time. Go ahead. Time. Go ahead. Pidge. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. Isn't that the best? Oh, it just sounds like an old timey, like a period How piece. do you get Pidge? Get over here, Pidge. Uh, I don't know, but her name's Pidge. And, uh, Pidge and Mealy. I love that queer band. Yeah. They're great. It's yeah, Amelia and Pidge. Yeah, Tegan and Sarah too. Uh, it's the first Tegan and Sarah. Um, by the way, one time I was backstage with Tegan and Sarah at uh, Sasquatch, and um, that's sick. Yeah, it was great, and we're all dancing to. It was like Erica Badu or somebody or LCD Sound System. We're all dancing LCD nice. Sound System, and these bros who had just somehow gotten backstage are angling on. Tegan and Sarah, and I see them trying to dance up on them, and the whole time I'm just like waiting for that moment. It was, it was one of, the, and just one of them turned around and was like, "Not happening," kind of thing. Like, go away, and it was beautiful. I love the that confidence of bros where they're like, "I'm pretty sure I can get pussy if I go over here." <laughs> if I go over here, yeah, but just mosey. I mean, I just I was raised in such a female dominated world that I never expected it. You know what I mean? I've never like gone out to get pussy. Oh, you know what I mean? I've probably done that twice in my life. And boy, are they, it's so sad. Cause you go, oh, beautiful girl. And you're like, I need to talk to her. And then I never muster up the courage. And then I go home and, uh, and I just think about her for the rest of my week. Oh my God. Very lesbian. You might be a lesbian. Yeah. I think that is, uh, yeah, you guys are my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> you mean lesbians? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool <laughs> if that you was too. your spirit animal. Yeah. That'd be cool if your spirit animal was a, like you went to a Native American healer person and then they're like <laughs> your spirit animal and then they showed you Ashley, Ashley yeah. putting on her chain. <laughs> Me standing on a on a rock in a forest. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know if you can see what I'm doing. You're howling like a coyote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is a... Uh, the most lesbian animal. The most lesbian animal. I mean, I think the the jump to is cat, but I would say more of like a like a <clears throat> puma. I have never thought about this. There are certain fish that change gender, which is an interesting queer. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I feel like some kind of bird. I, but the, although now that we're in deer, antler are. Phallic. Let me think about this. For okay. Like, okay. You know, phallic, but they come off. Yeah. Should we just turn off the pod for a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just answer. stop everything. Turn the lights off. 
We'll all sit in a corner. I thought I was asking an easy question. Sorry, guys. It's a fun question. You fucked yeah. us up. <laughs> I don't want to do the pod anymore. Uh, no, I. Um, she is. Uh, let's say a few few more things before this. Oh, she, tomboy, obviously yeah. outdoorsy. Um, loved catching bugs and hunting rats with a rifle. You ever oh. kill a rat with a rifle? No. Yeah, ne- neither. I mean, you're from Manhattan. Yeah. For you to get a gun, things had to really go wrong in <laughs> yeah. your childhood. Really bad at those rats. But dad's an alcoholic, so they are in Kansas, and then they move to Des Moines, and then they move to Minneapolis, and eventually Amy's like, we're not doing this with you anymore. And he also kind of fucks up the family fortunes. So What did he do? He was like a railroad, kind of like okay, on the okay. business side of railroads. She goes to Chicago, and she's a high schooler. And this, I thought, was pretty cool. She, It was a public school system, so you could like pick your high school. Like You had your local one, which you could just go to, but then mm-hmm. you could like try to get into other ones. And she went to every high school in Chicago to find out which had the strongest science program as wow. like a 15-year-old. What the fuck? Oh, she's awesome. Yeah, she's a badass. I That's didn't, so cool. I lived in Chicago for two years, and I didn't even go to every neighborhood. That shit fucking sucks. The transportation's not good. <laughs> I mean, this is like like horse and buggy time too i mean it's like the like it's the teens um and also she kept a scrapbook of stories about women who were dominating a male or or who were succeeding in a male-dominated profession so she like if if a woman was a lawyer or a doctor or any kind of male-dominated profession it was like her it was like kind of her I don't know, Babe Ruth, Yogi Berra kind of thing. Um, graduated, went to junior college, dropped out. I'm a, I feel um, inadequate right now. I think you're doing pretty good. I, no, but hearing about this, I'm like, oh, oh we're is... beyond this. I this mean... is never going to happen again. You ha- <laughs> do you know how famous you have to be to be lastingly famous now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Kanye is going to be a blip pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you... I don't even mean it like that. I, I don't mean like oh, her you mean fame. Just I mean like, like her commitment, commitment to yeah. feminism. Who do you think Trump is probably the only one that's going to be last? I don't think we're going to remember Biden that much. Mm, no. Probably not. Yeah, uh, Only because of what would have happened, we will remember Biden. I think that there's going to be some kind of technological schism that will probably create something. I don't know. I think we're, I think we're like, very much on the tipping point of singularity. So I don't I think it's going to be pretty much universal knowledge pretty soon. We'll remember every single thought and we'll share them all. Mm. Um <laughs> Do you know what the singularity is? I've uh I've I've heard of it. It's when the computers get so smart that they just are infinitely smart in the I've table. actually oh, yeah, been yeah. thinking about this a lot because we are nearing it. Yeah. Um I think it's a little bit further away than we probably won't see it in our lifetime, but I do think if everybody was replaced by a robot in a fair way, that could actually lead to peace. Yeah. And I'm really hoping that that's how it goes. Yeah, robots aren't going to fight wars. No, no, no. I'm thinking like no one has a job. Yes. Like, and we just. Yes. Yeah. and We're yeah. chilling. Yeah. We're back to like. I hope. Indigenous I hope people. that's the way that it goes, but I, uh, you know. So no one has a job and the robots are working for us? The or? robots are working, right. And then. We hope that the master programmer, whoever that guy is. <laughs> Did you hear the about the guy that like worked for Google? He created AI for Google and he quit because he wanted to talk. He wanted to be like, this is dangerous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That. 
That makes sense. Yeah. Well, he, but also NASA um, scientists are lighting themselves on fire. It's not going to go that way. It's it's going to go bad. I'm, yeah. I'm sure of it. Because it won't happen all at once. It, it, pe- um, poor folks are going to be replaced before like poly- – obviously AI should replace politics. That would be so funny. There's that's like, like the first people yeah, that yeah. should be – That's what should... that, I mean that's what they were saying with the writer's strike is that the executives were way more sense to be yeah. replaced by AI than the writers. Yes, yeah. I thought the other day I saw this thing where it, was, it literally was a TikTok filter. This is what made me go, we're done for. It was this girl dancing, and then she put on a TikTok filter, and she was suddenly completely animated. It was like following her, and as she did hand movements, things like appeared. It was like beautiful, and I was like, oh, we're fucked. Yeah, yeah. the deep fake, all that stuff, like we're like truly... Yeah. yeah, it's going to be, I mean, it'll also be, that's that's one problem with just being entertainers, is it's going to be so, everything is going to be so uh, manipulative, like, easily created, that the idea, like, eventually somebody's going to be able to just hold their phone in front of their face and make it look like they're a pharaoh and they're commanding I, Moses, and it's like the idea of a giant movie is going to be just... I'm hoping that, like, because it, it feels like on, like, Instagram and TikTok, uh, the what is most successful in terms of comedy are the people that are like doing the common denominator jokes. You mean front facing? No, just like stand up. Oh, okay. Cause there's, they're saying the jokes that everyone can relate to and comment to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I actually think that has been true. Yes. But now you're, you're able to see it in a horrible way where you put up your most complicated, interesting intellectual joke and, and it just absolutely bombs. bombs. Yeah. And then Tanks. you put up some just fucking bleh, 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 and everyone uh-huh. ah! like And that. so yeah. I'm wondering I'm hoping that because of how like uh like widespread that's go- that's becoming that it turns back into like okay, let's let's start listening to good comedy again. I don't I don't know. I just think that we're so things are getting so digestible and so little that it's it's I don't know if people are going to even sit down for that in a couple of years. It's just like there's so many comics and there's so many ways to ingest yeah. it that I and there's always going to be the demand for more that the idea that somebody's going to be like I want to go sit for 45 minutes. No, I think live will I actually think live I think live is will one always be a thing. things that will until people are so addicted to their phones that truly like the mental health crisis takes like a really horrible turn. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, I think live is one of the few things that's like preserved. Yeah. Because people, and I love that clubs are, are putting the phones in the bags. Yeah. Love that. Like that's one of the few, You, I don't know that you can imitate live. Like yeah, the, and I, the feeling of connectivity. I feel like it's people. becoming more and more prevalent in society where they're like well, it's just so I big need right a now. break from my phone yeah it, it seems yeah. so big right now though that I, I worry I'm just worried that it's a bubble because it's like every single comic is selling out a theater somewhere in the no, United States this weekend I don't think it's weekend. every single comic I really... not every single comic but I mean like every single th- every single city has a comic this weekend that we know it has like four comics that we know <laughs> but they're going to sell out a theater do you think that that is because well we don't know the numbers on that before, do we? I mean, you think it was lower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've been doing this twenty years. Well, my people have weren't gonna see a comedian. No, and I, I think it's also like one of the biggest things that has to do with it is micro. It's like niche fame, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you find four hundred thousand to a million people that love you, and you can sustain a career yeah. around the world. It's just bizarre. To, 
your people maybe weren't going to go see some of these people, but the same people that were going to go see Shane, that were going to go see Theo, that were going to go yeah. see Santino, like that is a bizarre, that bubble I think can burst. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, you're listening is, to. I had not thought about it that way. The way I thought about it as like a gay woman, I was like, their market is just so big. I wish I could have just the teeniest, tiniest piece of that market. Their market is big, but I like they're. Li- I honestly think like even my kind of like just tapping my toe into that. I don't listen to Rogan. I don't really listen to. I don't listen to. I listen to Tim occasionally, and I listen to Come Town or whatever it is now occasionally. But those people are listening to all of those podcasts yeah. and watching all of those YouTube shows, and then going to see. All- it's just yeah. like. Insane. Can I ask you a, a question about the the creating your market? Mm-hmm. Is it annoying to have yeah. like for because <laughs> yes, I, I'm uh, thinking about this as an Asian dude who's like I had like last year I was trying to like I had this insecurity about not being one of the Asian comedians and I I no longer have it. I actually don't want that shit anymore. But um, I kept on doing these Asian shows. It's so interesting. And uh, none of the people were there to see comedy. They're there to celebrate a a minority group. Yeah. And then I go up and I I say awful shit because that's what my Mm stand-up is like. And it's just what, you know, it's true to me. No, like you sound like a white man. And you have trouble with that audience. Uh, Yeah, because I'm not at all celebrating Asian-ness while I'm up there. I'm, I'm being a comedian. Yeah. I'm and uh, like I'm being funny should be celebrating enough, and I just found that so exhausting and frustrating, and it made me slightly racist towards Asians well, when I was it, on stage. It's not you're not being racist. What you're doing is you are not enjoying performing for people who don't enjoy comedy. Yes, um, yes, yes. and uh, it's I just mean, that when that when the experience comes up so often you start you start thinking, to feel yeah 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 like For i forget sure. i'm more homophobic than any other gay person you'll ever no meet. i remember i was watching rupaul's drag race like an early season of it and i was like i hate all of these gay people and then i was like i i had to no, remind you just myself don't like drag culture i, I you, you don't like that invo- like, i had to yeah. remind myself that i that there are gay people that i love yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're not a fan of maybe the art of drag or the way drag audiences behave and or, the way yeah. drag audiences behave is very difficult as yes, a comedian yes yes um do you have to perform at drag shows no i don't i i won't but I you won't did it. At one oh point? yeah i did a lot of it wow um because it's one of the ways you get booked as a gay person i i would like to just say that if you come to my comedy show, you're coming to a comedy show. And anyone yeah. who's been to one of my comedy shows, I open for my openers. So I go out and I tell I've them- I've heard that. I've heard that uh, like you you really try to set the table for your for the comics oh, with you. That's nice. I'm glad people say that because I scream at these motherfuckers. I get out there and I'm like, no snapping, no wooing. Like you're at a comedy show. I understand that you came here for community. And if that's a side effect of what happens, that's great. But this is a comedy show and yeah. you're seeing the best comedians and you're not going to censor us because you want to put us in the little box that you're in. Like if you're putting us in the box, you're actually homophobic because you're saying like a gay person can only, can only do gay jokes yeah. and like blah blah yeah, blah. Like yeah. so, I make it like very clear. And it took, dude, it took like two years to figure out how to do it because yeah. they just like it's so hard. It's really really hard. They're better in a theater than at a club because gay people go to the theater so they understand how to behave yeah. at the theater. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah. Sorry, we went way on a tangent. But like, I'm obsessed with this. No, it's okay. I'm obsessed with this concept because I don't want to be a gay comedian. Yeah. I don't want to be like, and I don't want, as an Asian dude, I feel like there's so many people that have the like, 
yay Asian stuff in their comedy, and I'm uh, I don't. I Which want is to, great if that's, that's like great. what you want to do. Totally, but yeah. I, I want to show that there's more, there's individuality within this group of people. Well, what and also what you're what I sorry, trying. we're we're totally talking about something. Well, I, don't, Earhart, I don't have any genre to fit into this. <laughs> no, but so. I think what I'm trying to do is what I'm trying to say is bring your best bro friend. He is going to have a better time than you. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say to my audience. Like I, I'm trying to be a bridge yeah. between communities. Yeah, and I think. You have a stand-up that is, uh, even though you do talk about stuff that's like, I don't know, you talk about queer stuff and LG, like queer, not like queer the good kind. Queer is, yeah. <laughs> like the movement. <laughs> Gross stuff. Yeah. I think, I think Weird you, stuff. I think universally we know what people are saying yeah. when they say queer now. I actually grew up to people saying like queer is He's like a, a yeah, weirdo sorry. thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I also even people heard people say it like, that's a queer idea, which meaning like strange. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, that's what it actually yeah, means. Yeah, that's what it means. Yeah, no, but I know, I know, but I didn't think that anyone, like people who say like, that's gay as in like happy, I'm like, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> there was well, a bar, yeah. there was a bar in Seattle until like 2010 called the Gay 90s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I think what's interesting about, I had an idea about this, I was going to respond. Oh, it or, or I actually did. I was opening for Cristela Alonso a couple of years ago. She was doing like a theater tour. She just released a book. And I went through this, which was that every single audience was there to see this strong Latina who they related to and who they had. a. And then I would walk out there and be like, so I'm a you know piece of garbage white yeah. guy. And they were like, no, not, yeah. we don't like you. Uh, so I bombed a couple of times. It but was the great. thing that. The, the, and any audience member who feels that, I'm going to challenge them. Like, she is bringing you, you for a reason. For a reason, <laughs> you're an ally. Like, yeah. you're trying to be there to like yeah. make, you know, connections between yeah. communities. It's like every like, audience member important. thinks you weaseled your way on, and he's like, "What the fuck?" They think I'm a nepo baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and when I bring Lucas on the road, he is a nepo baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I always think that like. <laughs> Did you so, guys go to the same uh, private school? No, we did not. <laughs> My thought with uh, and uh, we—I don't think we're ever going to talk about Millier. No, now. we got to—we got to get into <laughs> it. Um, but I, my thought with stand-up is like, uh, as a comedian, this is this is really—I hate that I'm saying this, but as a comedian, our job is to make the audience practice empathy. Jesus yes. Christ! Yeah, as a way, as a way, to I like, did not want this kind of podcast happening. <laughs> but. <laughs> but say more. But it's that like I'm saying I'm talking about myself and I'm being myself, and then the audience's job is to just let their guard down and connect, and not performative empathy. Yes. Not. Yes. Oh, you said abortion, so I yeah. do this now. Yeah. That's I do do that when I hear the word abortion, <laughs> but on the street. But yeah. I think the, <laughs> the whole news. the whole point of comedy is because you're. We say the things that you wouldn't normally hear yeah. in conversation. So to pull back and not let someone do that, ah, yeah. And for, yeah, yeah. I, like I had a joke last night. It bombed. You watched <clears throat> this joke bomb very badly. Yes. <laughs> um, and it's it's. I don't think it'll ever work as a joke just because of who my face is. But I, I was walking down the street in in um, where Gramercy, where I live, and these two black teenagers are walking opposite me in Rosebud, and one of them just ran up to me and pretended to punch me and then i flinched sure and then they made fun of me and the joke i'm trying to get to is that like 
Like, I'm not even, I'm one of the good ones, basically. But what I said, like, as a joke to them, because mm-hmm. it was funny in the moment, Rosebud started laughing, is I said, now I'm on the side of the cops. <laughs> <laughs> but the audience was like. And the, the teens laughed, too. Yeah, the teens laughed, too. Yeah. They, they were like, oh, come on, man, fuck you. <laughs> um, but that's, like, me admitting that I'm racist for, i had a racist for in the thought. moment that the fist is raised you're yeah. racist yeah because yeah. actually and also and shouldn't we all be like and, in that moment and, <laughs> but also i was thinking about this today if those kids were white and they did that i would have just been like get the fuck out of here yeah. you know but in my head i was like these black teens I have but if anyone ra- no matter what if you're raising a fist to me i don't care what you are I hate it for a second. But also, it could yeah. be little girls, and I'd probably still flinch. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and I hate little girls. But wh- why I said that was because it's like, that's something that I find very interesting about just comedy. Like, I don't always do the best job, especially at an open mic. I have to explore it till it becomes a joke. And a lot of times, it's really gross. But a lot of people don't want to acknowledge the that thought because they don't want to acknowledge it in that that's what I'm they saying. don't want to admit to the people yeah. around them that they have uh, uh, unconscious or subconscious or reflex racist thoughts and what which I think literally everyone on the planet and if you're really doing the work yeah. or whatever you acknowledge you're supposed that. yeah and what I think it is is that uh and I think that the difference between us and them is that they have an HR department that they have to respond to and we don't well they're also not in a community of people who is constantly kind of like what's weird about comedy is it's all day every day going yeah. like is it weird that the president is this and that yeah. the people are doing that and that we're you know it's yeah like we're constantly like analyzing aren't gays doing you know it's like there's an analy- we're analyzing we weren't going to tell her that we had that thought okay right? but yeah I remember and I'm so we glad I didn't that finish secret. it <laughs> <laughs> aren't there a lot of gays now <laughs> yeah, aren't there like too many no I, actually I wouldn't I don't know if there's too many for my my personal sure. purposes but there are a lot of gays now yeah. are you a puss hound oh yeah <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah okay that's good all right <laughs> you really left to make sure that uh, we cut to andy in that one yeah <laughs> wow this is floating oh yeah 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 bro yeah. pussy bro so much pussy yeah. bro. i love that you just that was so funny that you were like yeah puss you got denied by <laughs> Oh man, that's beautiful. Um, I apologize that I was looking okay. the other way. <laughs> I just i I looked up Amelia for you. I'm really sorry because she was. <laughs> and then we had a conversation a famous about race, lesbian. and then it devolved into pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, she never came out. She couldn't come out. She died in 1937. If you came out at this point, 1837, like, 19. Oh, 1937. So wait, did she? Um, did she, were there rumors that she was gay? Is that in the research? There's a lot of rumors That's that she's cool. gay mm-hmm. and that she was, there's actually a, a very long standing rumor that she was having a secret affair with Eleanor Roosevelt. Holy shit. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. Oh, sorry. We touched. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to wash the lesbian off you. <laughs> um, and Eleanor Roosevelt's gay for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. she actually wrote about it in her dictionaries or dictionaries? Diaries. <laughs> Diaries. <laughs> I don't know what a in dictionary is. Wait, so Amelia she... Earhart, big old dyke. Yeah, <laughs> Eleanor's Noun. confirmed gay. Well, I don't. What I don't understand. Eleanor had diaries where she talked about being in love with women sexually. And oh, got it. Did she talk about uh, which which one would she marry to? <laughs> Not Teddy. The other Franklin one. Franklin Delano. Yeah, yeah. yeah, FDR. <laughs> yeah, Teddy's her uh, grandfather-in-law. Father-in-law. Grandfather-in-law. 
Oh, or no, really? actually, I don't even think that I was I think it's his... father-in-law. Maybe uncle. In-law. I don't know. Autumn, will you look up uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt's relationship to Teddy? Um, anyways, so broad strokes. She drops out of college. She becomes a nurse because she's like, it's the middle of World War One, And so she's taking care of these soldiers and she starts hearing them talk about their like the red baron and shit like that like these like ace pilots and stuff like that um eventually so she becomes interested in in planes that way and starts going to air shows and stuff like that well eleanor roosevelt was teddy roosevelt's niece yeah i guess so they were cousins oh yeah there was some there was definitely some um oh yeah yeah they were definitely related um Anyways, she uh, she goes to this air show, and this her and her lady friend like are watching the pilot, and there's like a like a ace pilot, like kind of a war pilot guy, yeah, and yeah. he literally tries to scare them with the plane, and she just she just oh she doesn't flinch her ground, yeah. and she says in a quote, she says that uh, okay, this is a good one. She goes, "Nice uh, try, idiot." <laughs> the interest aroused in me in Toronto led me to all the air circuses in the vicinity. One of the highlights of the day was a flying expedition put on by a World War I ace. The pilot overhead spotted Earhart and her friend who were watching from an isolated clearing. Her friend. Mm-hmm. From and, an isolated clearing. Yeah, why were they their finger? A... They're finger banging yeah. out there, dude. An isolated clearing. And yeah, that's why she was at them. That's why she didn't move because she was getting fingered. <laughs> like, you know, I'm gonna leave this finger. Yeah. Well, they couldn't. They were stuck. You know, <laughs> it was like a, a, a finger trap. Uh, he goes, "I am sure." So he dived the plane at them, and he said, "She said, I am sure." He said to himself, "Watch me make them scamper." Earhart stood her ground as the aircraft as the aircraft came close. I did not understand this at the time, she said, but I believe that the little red airplane said something to me as it swished by, which I thought was kind of cute. Um, you know, like little yeah. planes talking, yeah. little plane whispering at you. Hey. I want you in me. <laughs> <laughs> Gay plane. Uh, she gets uh, right after this. She gets the Spanish flu, chronic sinusitis for the rest of her life. It fucks up her uh, sense of gravity and equilibrium. No, oh, really? so she's like kind of fucked up. Still hasn't flown. Um, she spends a year in convalescence, recovering from the Spanish flu. What does that mean? What's convalescence? In bed. Oh, okay. And uh, but then um, she. I spent, I spent like a year in bed playing FIFA. <laughs> yeah. So you. <laughs> You, you have I, the same. You yeah. are. I'm Amelia Earhart. Yeah. You are <laughs> Filipino. You are yeah. Filipino Amelia Earhart. <laughs> but um, she 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 decides to go to medical school because she liked being a nurse, and then drops out. Mm. Her parents get back together in California. She goes out to California. Uh, her, her dad takes her on her first flight. He he gets her on a plane. They go on a plane, and she said that when she was like 100 feet off the ground, she knew that she was never going to not chase this for the rest of her life. Oh, wow. And then this is the part that I think is really badass, because she's already a badass. She's already doing cool shit and like kind of sticking out from the crowd. She's definitely not conforming to normal um, kind of you know, social norms of the day. And uh, this, she, so she, she said that the second she took the flight, she wanted to she wanted to be a pilot, right? So she worked odd jobs for months to save up, and her fi- her pilot or her pilot lessons were one thousand dollars in nineteen 
22 or something like yeah, this. Yeah, that's like $20,000. It's literally $18,000. Yeah. Wow, it's that was incredible. I, uh, I recently looked it up in like around the 20s and 30s. Uh, I think the dollar dipped. Yeah, uh, it's called the Great Depression. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know. I, do- I have no idea why, but I think the dollar did. The dollar took a bath. And then uh, the for uh, like now it's about 20 times whatever it was worth back then. But the dollar's worth so much more uh, based on some other research I did uh, in like 1890. Yeah. When there was another. Industrial <clears throat> revolution. Well, there was another was depression. That that was? The, so. In 1893, there's the panic. Of eight, that would have been the Great Depression if the Great Depression I don't know why I'm talking about this. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so she saves all this money. She uses a little bit of her inheritance, but it's mainly her working odd jobs, like being a teacher, being a nurse, yeah. doing cleaning houses, all this shit. She's like trying to be in a. Com- it's like trying to be a comic. Yeah, she's working for a moving and company. And it's actually this is why I say that she's kind of the first kind of social media star, because. But I'll get to that. Um, she. To get to her her bus or to her flight lessons, she has to take two buses, one to the end of the line, and then she has to walk four miles to the airstrip. Whoa. You know, how far fucking four miles is. Yeah, um, that's and like a shoes two- sucked back then. That's like a two oh, yeah. hour walk. But the second she got into it, she bought a plane. I don't know how. Uh, it was called the Canary. It was a bright yellow biplane, and um, once she took her first solo flight, she bought one of those badass pilot jackets Uh and everybody made fun of her at the airfield because it was brand new so she started sleeping in it and like constantly like fucking it up oh it was like one of the leather ones yeah i'm obsessed yeah this is great and she she's like you know she's a badass she's like sleeping at the airfield she's just she's also like 20 something at this like early 20s yeah and she's just like living at an airfield it's like um it's like tom cruise (laughs) (laughs) It does seem like that is like the grind of trying to be a comedian. Yeah, truly. Um, other than she didn't have to be like, maybe I will be in the air. Also, <laughs> comedy is not. She was getting in planes that were like, you know, just made of tin yeah, foil. People, people yeah, people died all the time. Yeah, I'm it was sure. like twenty thousand feet in the air in a tin foil like skeleton. But have you bombed an open mic? Oh I yeah, pretty similar. You ever been thre- like physically threatened on stage? Yes. I had a moment over the weekend after actually that, uh, but it wasn't real. I just got really scared. I've had uh, guys- do mask lesbians fight? Um, some of them do, not me. Hope Solo. Oh yeah, didn't she beat up her? She beat up her boyfriend. boyfriend? She's not yeah. gay. Um, yeah, I've had a, a couple in Seattle only where like someone would be like, "I'm fucking waiting for you after the show." Whoa, uh, that's not... really scary. I mean, we were like, "Do you want an autograph?" <laughs> <laughs> There's always it's always. It hasn't really been an issue though, because there are other comics there. Like I'm rolling yeah, like yeah. ten deep, and you came with your girlfriend to fight me. Yeah. Like what does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna send one of these guys to fight you. <laughs> do you kick people out of shows? I kicked someone out this weekend. What'd they do? They just kept trying to climb on stage, and they wouldn't what? shut the girl fuck or up. guy. Guy. And tra- straight or gay? Guy, actually. Oh, okay. And um. Were uh, they wasted? Yeah, but I don't drink or smoke, and I never have, and so I have a really difficult time understanding drunk people. Yeah, and I don't always know that they're drunk. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like, but then after the climbing up and the standing on his chair, like all this like really wild behavior, he went to the bathroom and he went really slowly, and then once he had reached the dark shadows of the room, 
he just stopped and faced uh, the other direction and that's when i lost it that's when i was like what are you doing like what what like yeah. go if you're gonna go to the bathroom go to the bathroom and then he like slowly turned around was this a club I, or a theater a club i was at zany's and in, Ch- in chicago no in oh. nashville oh that's a, yeah that's not a good place to yeah and, yeah and i'm gay like i have the awful fantasy of some weird I'm not, i don't even want to speak it into existence i know what you're saying I know so what... like i yeah you're I afraid you're gonna get nominated as the vice president Ex- <laughs> and you're gonna be exactly. on stage and they're gonna yes. be like ashley you're the vice president yes, and yes. you're gonna have to quit being vice president right a comedian and just go straight to washington dc yeah. and start dealing with so, foreign but is then this he the greatest slowly fear? turns around that's the, my greatest fear and i'm worried he's gonna yeah. be like Kamala has retired. Um, but then Joe I, Biden needs a new minority. Yeah. <laughs> but then then he just stood there and I said, either go to the bathroom or sit the fuck down. And he like didn't move. And it was long enough for me to be like, I need security. And he yeah. was wasted. And he was wasted. Yeah. And I feel bad about it now because he obviously really loved me. But like it just freaked the shit out of me, dude. I don't know. That I, was one of my moments where I was like, ah, yeah. these cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's like so like if somebody kills me on stage, it's because I said some smart shit. You know what I mean? But somebody like somebody might hate you for who you are. And I don't have to experience that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Yes. But not this guy. I think you also experienced that. He just. Have you ever done stand up in like uh, like friends and lovers? <laughs> I mean, I definitely like have I people definitely dislike me from the moment they see me. Yeah. That's like a pretty natural reaction but to not, this face. But not to the level like but people they don't, aren't murdering. Yeah, people guys aren't like sure. You. Yeah. They should. Um, <laughs> they yeah. should constantly be murdering guys like me. That should be a But this guy wasn't that and I knew that. I just thought he was crazy. Oh. And if you had heard the conversation between us, there was a lot of reason to think that he yeah, was crazy. I'm sure. yeah. He claimed that he was dying and he had 6 months to live. Uh, and I know this was a lie because of what he told me he was dying from, which yeah. is very easy to find out that there's no way you would be at a comedy show especially without a mask on. Yeah, COVID, was, come like, on. <laughs> No, no, no. Like he, he, he told me it was, it was absolutely batshit. Clearly a lie. Yeah, he was spouting a lot of absolutely batshit lies. That's a horrible. And so I just thought he was nuts. Yeah, yeah. So I lost it. Well, speaking of having six months to live, oh no, <laughs> Amelia is going to die. Uh, although we don't know. Okay, so she gets really into planes. Um, she gets invited because she's like this. She starts to become a celebrity. She moves back to to Boston she's the head and the whole time she's trying to create spaces for women to fly that's her whole initiative and she's really active in the equal rights movement which is like the suffragist movement girls who fly yeah girls who fly um proceed her to girls who code uh she gets invited to be a passenger on a flight across the Atlantic which was a big deal back then not that many people did it she was the first female passenger to okay. cross the Atlantic. And when she got there, they were like, what'd you do? And she was like, I sat there. I was luggage. Like she was not, she was like not trying to take credit at all for it. Cause she was a real pilot and sure. she just, but she couldn't. Right. And probably in a way she felt almost shitty about like I was luggage. Not that. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. wants but to do she it just herself. Didn't, she didn't want any credit. And so eventually um, she gets back and she gets a ticker tape parade down the Valley oh. of Heroes. Calvin Coolidge greets her when she lands in America after this trip across the Atlantic. They fly to England. There's stars yeah, over yeah. there. They fly back. There's stars over here. Also, there's, there's a little 
she like flew they like landed in uh scotland or something like that and then she flew like a baroness's plane to england by herself which i think is like What's she doing with this baroness? Um, <laughs> anyways, she becomes this. I'd be uh, so hot. Yeah. At the time, that's just like, yeah, like that is a plane hot. is hot. But this is how she becomes the biggest, like the kind of like what I would see as like a, a predecessor to social media, which is the second she gets back, she is the most famous woman in America because she's a badass. And I think that there's probably like a lot of like trying to kind of commercialize her for right. like they wanted to but it's the it's the beginning of like creating branding around like women who do different stuff right yeah so it's like they released clothing lines based off of Amelia mm-hmm. Earhart that were oh, like wow. for women that do stuff like they who are outdoorsy this, and things like that they used to do this who, with the first lady too yeah yeah and so she's she's everywhere she's writing books she's going on speaking tours her publicist is a guy who um his name is Putnam. She was engaged to another guy. Gay. She, she, she gay publicist named yeah. Putnam. Gay. But Putnam divorced his wife oh. and asked Amelia to marry him six times. Oh, even gayer. And yeah. gayer by the second. The sixth time she agreed to. That's what I do. Um, I ask a girl out on a date like six times and I'm like, <laughs> you know, this is pretty gay. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I'm starting to see some, a trend here. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, so she's this famous person. Everybody's like, how are you going to raise the stakes? She plans a trip to fly across the Atlantic solo. It's never been done by a lady. Um, and they actually have to set up decoy planes. So her oh. plane that she owns, another guy is getting ready. And she's somewhere else getting ready wow, to take the flight. Wow, because people just like wanted to... They just wanted to be around. Yeah, they wanted to report on it and oh. all this stuff, and they kind of wanted to. I don't know why actually. It had uh, it's to be probably a that because she want they. Uh, there are just too many mobs probably. Yeah, gathering. Just, to, just a surprise. She takes off from Halifax um, in the middle of the night, and she lands in. She's supposed to fly to Paris because she wants to recreate Charles Lindbergh's flight, mm-hmm. but the whole time she's battling storms, bad weather. She's having mechanical problems by herself in the plane. I don't know how the fuck you, this is like such a different plane. There's not a single computer on this plane. And she somehow makes it across the Atlantic, kind of crash lands in a field in Northern Ireland. And, uh, you know, I just thought that was cool. And then, um, you know. I was imagining, what what was that movie with Sandra Bullock where she was in space? Oh, yeah. Gravity? Gravity. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I was imagining. Yeah. And she she landed when she landed in um, the field in Northern Ireland. A little like farmhand boy like ran up and he was like, "Did you fly far?" And she was like, "From America, kid." Um, <laughs> and uh, anyways, you know, after this, she's just kind of a celebrity. And um, how does she get back? She flies. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> she probably flies. Canoe. She's yeah. also she's pushing commercial flying. Was in a point people were flying on zeppelins at this point. There wasn't oh, a ton it. of big uh, flights, and there was a lot more like steamers and things like that. Um, but she gets back, and then she wants to set the world record to circumnavigate the the um, globe, uh-huh. and uh, she. Plans one trip, they get to Hawaii, they crash land, they have to abort the mission. The next one, she's like almost done with this circumnavigating the globe and they disappear between Papua New Guinea and some place called Howland Island. Can mm. I look this up? Am I allowed to do this? Yeah. What do you want to look? We can look. also have her. Oh, I'd like if to you see tell the map, her to... please. I'd yeah. like to figure out where she is. 
Thank you, Otto. Um, there's a lot of theories. Uh, just look up Howland Island. So you um, have to land every now and then to get some gas. Yeah, they're not they're not staying in the air. There's, so she's she started where? She started in uh, Oakland, California. Okay, and, then and all the solid disa- lines. Yeah, those are flights she took, and then she disappeared the- between Ley and Howland over on the right side. Oh wow, that's where she hurt. And the ocean there around Howland Island. Here's the thing. So when she's about to land, uh, she's due in, and um, her girlfriend must be so upset. Oh my God! Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you don't know. I mean, she landed on. Here's the thing: we don't ever know what happened to her. What if she lands on one of these Polynesian islands where they don't have weird gender norm shit, and she's just in a pussy buffet for the last forty years of her <laughs> no, life? You didn't no, no. She's a. She's a fuck. She's the only thing she loves is her plane and the sky. I know sky. that is. Yeah. yeah. There's no puss that's gonna make up for flying. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyways, so um. Howland Island, they get radio interceptions from her, which meant she had to be around there. Oh. She's like, hey, I'm I'm close. I can't see you, but I'm close. I'm going to circle back. They're getting stuff like this. Then the last one is like, hey, I'm running out of gas. Like, I'm close, but like, I'm going to try to find you guys. And then nothing. <sighs> She's with a dude, too. They're in the plane. And they've never found the plane. But the around Howland Island, the ocean is 18,000 feet deep. So it's like not easy to... Sure. Yeah. So that's the end of Amelia. I'm so sad. That makes me so sad. She was sick. I didn't realize how cool she was. Yeah, she's a badass. Yeah, true legend. Out there, out there uh, and she was like sponsored by like Lucky Strikes. She's oh, like that's tight. Smoking a cigarette, being like, "Hey, girls, you can smoke too." Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you can do anything. You can die at 39 too. <laughs> you can do any goddamn thing you want, except buy a brand new flight jacket. Um. We should have done this earlier, but the whole reason you're here is we wanted to talk about that special. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, if people, the way I feel about this is like, if people like me, they're going to look me up. Yeah. And if I have to push it, they're not going to look me up. Ashley's got a special out but, on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, you want to, hey, what's I'm, it called? I'm Ashley, uh, we can do it for the beginning. Thank oh, you yeah. so Thank you so much for having me here at the beginning <laughs> of this podcast. Yeah, okay. I have a special out on YouTube called uh, Ashley Gavin Live You in don't Chicago. say, that's so nice to meet you. Yeah, very nice to meet you guys. <laughs> is that on your channel? It is on my channel. Okay, cool. Because yeah. I know it was Don't Tell Produced. Yeah, and yeah. I love those guys. They're the best in the world. Kyle, They're literally yeah. the best at what they do. I think I did one of the very first Don't Tell shows in LA. And I really Sick. should have. I really should have stayed closer to them because I'd be. I'd be Ralph Barbosa. Just right get now. close to them now. Just I am. I'm, oh, I've definitely tried to. I just did a Don't Tell set, and it's. Uh, it was so fun, and they were so good to Your me. Your set's so good. It made me angry that I have another friend whose set went super viral. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I was angry that his went viral and not yours. You cannot control it. Yeah. It's just also what mine happens. did pretty good. I got four hundred k. It's it's. It's 400K. Awful numbers. 400K is pretty good. All the for comments me. on it are like, what the hell? Lice, <laughs> they say nice legs. Um, I wore shorts. Oh, I, nice. I, I had no idea. What a, what, yeah, you know. I'd never done it in my entire when life. When I was in Seattle, my buddy Sam, he said, hey, what if I wore shorts? Because he hadn't gone home to change. I was like, no, you fucking. Do Which that. Sam? Yeah. Sam Morrison. Oh, I like him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a funny kid. He actually has had a good year with his one man show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam Sugar can Daddy wear shorts. Yeah. He's, he, get, he can get away with it. Well, I told him no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I put... said it's distracting. Yeah. You, um, um, yeah. Anything else you want to plug? Now that we're plugging at the end of the show, you have a podcast. I have a podcast oh, called We're yeah. Having Gay Sex. I have two podcasts. The other one's called Chosen Family. 
Um, and uh, my special is on YouTube. Yeah, so go check it out. If what you just else? search me, are you on the road? I'm. Yeah, always on the road. Well, actually, you can come see me in Orlando, and then I'm taking a long break. And then I've got Sacramento and a bunch of theaters in the fall. So just I like okay. that you're really you're really paying attention to the kind of outlier gays. You know, you're going to places where thank you the so lesbians much. maybe aren't. The work. Yeah, you're going to the places where they're like, man, there's nothing in town. And then <laughs> I'll get the comment, which is like this slightly backhanded compliment, although I don't think they mean it this way. But they'll say, "Holy shit, I didn't know there were this many gay people in Nashville." I'm like, you don't think I can move numbers, baby? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I saw Lucas say that, and I was like, this motherfucker is going to lose his job. <laughs> Lucas said, I can't believe there's this many lesbians in Phoenix. And I was like, bro, you, yeah. you got to watch yourself. They walked across the desert to get there. <laughs> Actually, I think Phoenix is a pretty lesbian-friendly like town. Phoenix. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. There's something about in that that climate, you know, it's like it's it's too hot for homophobia to thrive, you know? <laughs> Too hot for anything. Yeah, exactly. No one should be there. Um, well, thank you so much. Thank you, you for having me. Do you um, have anything that you want to relate to back to Amelia Earhart? Um, how do you feel like you're like Amelia Earhart? How can do I, s- I feel? Just to, uh, Can I see a picture of Amelia Earhart and see how hot she was? Yeah, she's definitely, she's, she's, uh, she's, she's a babe, but in a way that she's I think masculine. she's obviously, she's a lesbian. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh my God. She would she's be got Hillary Swank absolutely look. killing it at the Hillary woods. Swank is playing her in the biopic. Oh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. But there's this picture, that one up on the left. Oh, my God. The the non-binary energy. To the left over, yeah, that one. She's such, she's like such a like. She's so cute. Yeah, like a cute, but it's very obviously like she's not for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me see that one of her leaning on the plane. Oh my God! Yeah. We we gotta Wait. be careful. I, Ashley's gonna get all bo- hot and bothered. <laughs> no, I just We're gonna have to step friend. out. <laughs> you just, just want to be your. You just want to yeah. be her friend. I your roommate. I just want to be your friend. I want to be your baroness. <laughs> yeah. Go on a date, and the next date I hire a U-Haul. And <laughs> she's so adorable and so gay. Like she's so gay. Yeah. It's crazy yeah. how gay she is. Speaking of Hillary Swank, one time I was trying to be funny. This is before I started stand up. I was working at a cafe in Bellingham where Hillary Swank is from and oh, I, I went that. to college and uh she walked up and this is right after she's won the Oscar for um Million Dollar Baby and um I'm uh trying to be funny because I think I'm funny and everybody's like fawning over her and I was like you know what my favorite movie is The Next Karate Kid and nobody laughed, especially Hillary Swank. Everybody was <laughs> really upset. And then I was like, I don't like this Hillary Swank so much. So um, we always like to end yeah. on a place where I've been kind of demoralized. Shamed. Yeah. yeah, shamed and demoralized. Yeah. Thank you well, so much, Ashley. Gunner. Thanks for being here. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Do you? I I, I forgot to ask. Did you have a Mealy or a Pidge name? We were going to think about it. That I still use on the internet, Ashgavs. But that's a good one. That kind of sounds college sports. Uh yeah, does have okay. that feeling. It was camp. Yeah. Um, but other than that, no, no mealy or pidge or anything like that. Okay, what's yours? Dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, my you know my whole family calls me Anthony. Yeah, that's right. That's my middle name. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, I think people call me Fatback. Yeah. Because I have haunches, like get big hippie fat haunches. Yesterday I was talking about uh you I forget with who maybe Connor. 
and uh we how were, weird my body is yeah we were like uh god his, men are horrible his body is like uh david byrne in that big suit <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of true it is kind of true i am not i don't feel as big as i am like every time somebody's like you're imposing i'm like you got me yeah uh okay thank you so much thank you all right bye